This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band Humphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope you're able to check out last week's episode that featured my really great conversation with fellow Umfreak and parental alienation survivor and advocate, Michael Hyam. Michael was so brave to be on the show and share his personal story and how him and his wife, Julie, started this amazing group in Chicagoland to help support others that are dealing with this awful situation in their lives. Like I said, I really hope you're able to check out that episode. If not, there is a link where you can find that and the episode from last year that his wife Julie was on when she was talking about the same subject, but from her perspective, they're both just really great episodes and definitely worth your time. This week, we'll be back into the show recaps and begin kicking off Hindsight Tour 2020 with two nights at the Beacon Theater in New York City on January 17th and January 18th. Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks? Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help including ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow ump family. Email droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. All right, so let's get into it for this week. Kicking off Hindsight 2020 tour with two nights at the Beacon Theater in New York City on January 17th and 18th. A nice little tidbit here for you from my friend Jimmy Rogers at Umfax on Twitter. This is the sixth time in the last eight years that Umfries has visited the Beacon, playing 12 total shows since 2013, with all 12 of those Beacon shows happening between January 16th and the 22nd. Very interesting there. And if you are not following Jimmy on Twitter, you should be. I will link his info in the show notes so you can. And also, in case you didn't know, he was on the podcast way back in 2018. Feels like so long ago at this point. On episode two, I will also link that in the show notes so you can listen if you haven't. The evening of January 17th would begin with Unsung Hero, debuted last year at Summer Camp Music Festival to open the Sunday day set. This quickly has become one of my favorite walkout tunes, played six times already. I just enjoy the power behind it, and I think it's a strong way to start a show. Triumphantly moving right into Jajunk, dancing off slightly after three minutes, and I felt right as we started to sink further into this jajunk that they were 
just already totally ready to get started, just ready to go for the whole weekend. Right about five and a half until about two minutes later is specifically um, what I mean when they like sink into this like nice little comfortable groove right in there. Just dancing out and leaving to junk a distant memory for a little bit. We will see it later on. Ocean Billy slinking out next, getting into it slightly after six minutes. And personally, I think you can hear some tinges of the Bright Lights Big City Jam from August 11th, 2018 at White River State Park in Indianapolis. That one was Bayless's birthday party show. Beginning about the seven minute mark and continuing on for a little bit. Interesting because we do see Bright Lights Big City as just a jam later on in the weekend, sandwiched in between two songs. And I'll actually link that August 11th, 2018 Bright Lights Big City jam in the show notes so you can give it a listen in comparison to that part in Ocean Billy that I was just mentioning. See what you think. See if it there's a little bit of a it peppered inside of there. This Ocean Billy getting some depth to it and aggressively opening up a few minutes later, really getting schizophrenic and teetering on the edge of that aggression, but instead of tipping over into it, goes a completely different way and slips into a little honky-tonk vibe as it starts to find its way back into Ocean Billy. Speak Up would come next, followed by what I felt was for sure a big highlight of the weekend really from the start of this wizard until the end of this first set, going out to Denim Dan, who I have not had the pleasure of meeting yet in person, Baelish joking that he likes the slow, sappy songs, and (laughs) they start out with one of the best fakeouts ever, a tease of More Than Words by Extreme before punching right into wizard. It's just, it's so good, and Really, just listen to that. Just the fake out part of it is really funny. I like it. Wizard makes its presence known, but only for about three minutes-ish before falling down the rabbit hole into deeper. They allow this one some time to wander around for a few minutes before collecting itself and dancing right into den, beginning to bring this odyssey to a conclusion by so perfectly moving out of den and back into wizard really you need to listen to that sandwich for sure it's quite delicious the first set would close with the first of two tributes to the passing of rush drummer neil pert that we would see during the two nights at the beacon this one a debut anthem with miss kanika moore on vocals who of course nailed it There is a video of this that I'll be sure to link in the show notes so you can check that out if you haven't seen it. Like I said, she nailed it, of course. Umphreys killed it. And when you watch that video, you'll get to see Ben's really amazing work. And again, I've got to shout out Ben here. He's just been straight killing it in his new job. The photos I saw, and I will link Dave Levine's in the show notes as well, just absolutely beautiful the rainbows and the the greens and it's just so beautiful I mean Ben is just really doing a wonderful job set two would see the second stroll by new song suck city 
And if you listen to my New Year's Eve recap episode part two, I talked about my feelings with this song. And honestly, I did have a feeling that we would see it during this New York City run, which, you know, is expected. It's new and demographically it made sense to have it play again. Um, This one is already showing some growth since its debut on New Year's Eve wandering confidently slightly after three minutes and having no problem jumping right off and soaring out, dancing back into Suck City for a minute before backstepping into the end of Jajunk that we saw earlier in the evening to open the first set. And I am going to shout out that Suck City because that jam was pretty good and it's nice to see that it's already, you know, grown into itself. Breaker next. Like I've said, very happy to continue to see this one coming out. The many different ways this continue to open up more. I hope we continue to see more of that in 2020. Wappy, Wappy, again, was trying to say this one correctly. Anyway, this song, sweetly moving away from its core, slightly after four minutes, blossoming open more and more as it continues on fully exposing itself about six minutes later. A little Can't You Hear Me Knocking and Jumpin' Jack Flash Jam inside of that one. Both of those tunes, of course, by the Rolling Stones. That one, I did tuck it away on my now 2020 Hall of Fame list. For sure, want to make sure I come back and give it another listen later on. Marching right into Mulch's next, getting a little tipsy as it begins its journey out. Day six sinking in about seven minutes and making things real mucky before it continues its eclectic schizophrenic adventure, finding itself and pulling it all back together and heading back into mulches. That one I also tucked away on my 2020 list, again, to come back to it later on, give it a second listen. Half delayed next and the set closing with It Doesn't Matter I've said so many times how amazing it's been to watch this one grow and change in such a short amount of time. This version just being another great example of that. Encore for the evening would start with a full band wait around and take us for one more spin with the silent type, dancing in a little crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne while it's neck deep in its jam. And those two songs would be it for the encore and for the first night at the Beacon. After party, after this show, happened at the Sony Hall, Doom Flamingo played, and I only heard good things about their set, of course, but I do not have a set list. However, I did link the Doom Room on Facebook, a great place for you to get your Doom Flamingo fix. Are you looking for the perfect gift for that rocker chick in your life? Perhaps you're looking for a killer new vintage rock kimono for yourself or a new sweet piece of canvas art for your apartment. Life Clothing Co. has you covered. Featuring the cutest vintage band t-shirts, sweaters with feel-good sayings, rompers, a fantastic selection of beautiful bell-bottoms, and some swoon-worthy home decor, you are sure to find something for that special lady in your life or that perfect outfit to wear to the next show. Check out the link in the show notes to take a peek at their amazing Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin gear. Seriously, you or that lady in your life are going to love their stuff. Life Clothing Co. is your place for authentic boho vintage fashion. 
And exclusively for my listeners, if you use promo code Sarah Jahimiak, Rep 10 at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your total order. That's promo code Sarah Jahimiak, Rep 10, S A R A J A C H I M I A K R E P, and the number 10 at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Moving along tonight, too, now. January 18th would get started with End of the Road. And in case you're wondering, this one has opened a show three other times. January 30th, 2013 in Knoxville, Tennessee. July 31st, 2008 in Cary, North Carolina. And November 30th, 2007 in Columbus, Ohio. Fun fact, this one has yet to close a show. And shout out again to Jimmy Rogers for putting that info out into the Twitterverse. Very, very grateful for all of your insightful Umphrey's wisdom. Changing direction completely as we really begin our adventure, diving into 1348, sort of slinking in about three minutes, just continuing on and fully opening about six minutes later, getting a very tiny taste where we're headed next as it comes back down to earth about 1120-ish. If you pay attention, you'll hear it in there. Leaving 1348 in the past and fully exposing itself as crucial taunt. A very nice syncopated strangers coming out next, dancing into the bright lights, big city jam that I mentioned was hinted at in the show the night before. Three minutes is when we get into that. I really love what they do with this just as a jam. And it was such a killer part of the show on August 11th, the first time that they played it like this. And like I said, there is a link to that August 11th show in the show notes. So you can be sure to listen to that Bright Lights the first time they did it as a jam if you haven't yet. Beginning its sync back into Syncopated, fully dancing in at nine and a half. This went on my 2020 come back to again list. Nothing too fancy next. And this one also earned a spot on my 2020 list. Shout out to Bayless's solo about five minutes. Sinking a little deeper into itself four minutes later and getting more intensity to it as it continues on. Breaking through slightly before 13 and a half and sets its sights on coming back into nothing too fancy. Noted. On the All Things Umphrey set list, there was an Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen tease in there, courtesy of Jake. Seasons coming out next, and the first set would close with It's About That Time by Miles Davis, featuring Mike and Lenny Stern, both on guitar, husband and wife. First, It's About That Time by Miles Davis has been covered by Umphreys 74 times, including the most recent one here. And if you're unsure on who Mike and Lenny Stern are, Mike is an American jazz guitarist who attended Berklee College, and when he was 22, he was a member of Blood, Sweat, and Tears and spent three years with the band. He has also actually played with Miles Davis from 1981 to 1983. He was then replaced by John Schofield. He toured for a year with legendary bass player Jaco Pastorius before heading to rehab, getting clean, and then returning to the stage with Miles. 
Mike Stern also has done a dozen solo albums. That's very cool. Lenny, whose real name is Magdalena Thora, is from Munich, Germany. She's been playing music from an early age, piano at six and guitar at 11. She also attended Berkeley. She's done a whole bunch of awesome stuff as well, included being awarded Gibson Guitar Female Jazz Guitarist of the Year five times. That's pretty fucking cool. I will link a bunch of information about both Mike and his wife, Lenny, in the show notes so you can read more about them if you'd like. Set 2 opened with the other debut Rush cover that we would see over the weekend. Chris making an actual dedication to Neil before going into Limelight. No doubt this one was a little emotional for Chris playing and singing it. I mean, honestly, it certainly was for me when I was listening back at home. Like, it just, it started to give me goosebumps and just give me all these feels. And of course, vocally, Chris absolutely killed it. Just a really great tribute, and I was able to talk to Chris and tell him how great of a job that he did. Personally, I should have guessed this one was coming. Last year in Louisville, when I went to the after party at Gravely Brewery with Marcus Rezac, Joel, and Chris, Limelight was a tune that they played. It was very cool to see him try it on for size in that sort of an intimate setting. Definitely give that Limelight a listen. A wonderful DBK sandwich next. Both parts of it and the Higgins in the middle are also on my 2020 list. Strutting off on its own about eight minutes and Stasic taking the reins for a little bit about three minutes, bringing itself back together and walking confidently along, getting all sorts of energy and slamming back into DBK, but only for a little bit before sauntering into the aforementioned Higgins then embarking on its own almost 15-minute journey, starting out feeling very ominous, breaking through a few minutes later and showing its softer side, gaining some energy around it before walking back into Higgins, finding closure and immediately setting itself its sights back on that DBK we left a little bit earlier. Booth Love next, with Jake making his way over to hang with Joel on the keys for a little bit. Bayless at the end of this asks about the guy who apparently puked all over the seats and the floor during the song. Yeah, I'm sure that was something for them to see from their their point of view. That's just, that's just absolutely disgusting. Anyway, a beautiful standalone all in time to close the second set of the evening, featuring a little uh, The Spirit of the Radio Jam, as well as a little YYZ tease. Both of those songs, of course, by Rush. Encore, Last Train Home by Pat Metheny, covered a total of 20 times, including this one recently. Last played in October of last year on the 23rd, in Knoxville, Tennessee, beautifully continuing on and starting to feel a little uneasy about four minutes and begins to remember how the evening started, punching through into the conclusion of 1348 to bring the second night at the Beacon Theater completely to an end. And after this, another after show again at Sony Hall, 
This one, Supernatural Beings, which would include Marcus Rezac, Joel Cummins, Jake Sinegar, Ashish, I don't know how to say your last name, but you were playing bass, <laughs> and Aaron Johnston on drums. There is a full video of this thanks to Marcus and Sony Hall. I will throw a link to that in the show notes so you can give it a watch slash listen. It's about an hour and a half, and I, I think it's definitely worth your time. So make sure you check that out. All right, so that's everything I have for this week. There is a link in the show notes where you can listen to both Nights of the Beacon and also where you can find the set list for both of those shows. Anything else that was referenced throughout can be found in the show notes too. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or any other episode or about anything, please feel free to reach out to the show. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you again so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.